What's good? What's going on, everybody? You already know who it is. And it's definitely your favorite sofa child. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shark come back to you once again at the PEG Podcast, Positive Energy Generation Podcast, where we uplifted everyone around the world. I don't care if you're mother, sister, brother, cousin. We uplifted you with music, frequency, resources such as credit, resources such as uh, public figures. Um, that's out here not only showing you generational wealth, but showing that you can do it. And y'all know I'm always in my bag. All right, we y'all know we had. Our art designer out here, clothing designer out here. We had the artists on here. So y'all won't guess who I done, I done, I done ran into, man. It's a small world. All right, I got the Phillies Oprahs in the building. All right, she's a child of God. And if you don't know about now, you will know her. She's interviewed Steve Harvey. She's interviewed Kevin Hart. I mean, what better person to bring onto the podcast than Shelly Shell Williams? How you doing, Shelly Shell? Hey, how you doing? I'm excited. I'm excited. Glad to be here. Yeah, always glad to have light onto the podcast. And now look, no matter what you guys are listening to it right now, stop what you're doing, follow us. Share us on all major platforms. We're on our heart radio, so shout out our heart radio for this major opportunity. But shells has just been a it's been a journey to get to this point. And so y'all know it's not easy linking up with people, especially when you're leaping out there in your faith. So I'm showing you guys, no matter what you do, no matter who you are, you can get valuable resources. The, the technology these days, you know, it's crazy. So, hey, we're going to dive in. So if you want to get to know how to find Miss Shelly Shells, where to find her on social media, you're going to have to wait to the end of this because I'm not going to give it out, man. I'm not going to give it out. So before we get started, guys, you already know we got to uplift the frequencies in the best way. Got to give it back to the most high. So we always take a brief moment for a word of prayer, but we always give it to the guest. So Miss Shelly Shells, if you want to, if you can say, hey, Shar, I would like to take the honor to say a little small word of prayer. We'll give it to you. But if not, I got it. So would you like- No, I have always, you, hey, no, I would never turn down the opportunity to pray. <laughs> Uh, so dear God, our Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for our breath and our body. We pray for the safety of those in the Ukraine. We pray for the whole entire world, Father. We pray for everybody who is just striving to be what they want to be, striving with their, looking for their passion. God, I pray that they find it. I pray that they, they get led in the right direction. Lord, fill them up, fill them with your love, fill them with your grace. And I thank you for, for this podcast right now. Continue to grow, allow it to grow, allow it to reach millions, thousands, well, whatever. No limit to it, no limit to what it can do. So thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And if you didn't get that prayer, make sure you pause right now, replay that thing, and do it again. All right. Because we always got to uplift you before we get started. And look, I told y'all, I'm in my bag when it comes to spreading positivity for you to know. Know that you're not alone so no matter what you're trying to do you learn a new skill take a hike go skydiving i don't know whatever you want to do we got it here so we got miss shelly shells in the building they call her the phillies oprah so let's dive into her today so miss shelly shells like hey let everybody know hey who is shelly shells if they don't know who you are by now give them a little brief breakdown well, I always start when I'm a child of the Most High God. So let's start with that. That's who I am, because uh, I am fearfully and wonderfully made by God. But what I do is I am a, a television media consultant, executive. I've been in media for well over 20 years. 
and um, I do social media marketing. I'm a marketing uh, marketing for several different companies. I, I mean, I don't mind main, naming the names. I don't know if you want the same things, but TGI Friday is one of them. Um, uh, Kingdom Social Media is another one, and there's a few ones, a uh, few people. I you may see their their posts, but I'm actually the one behind the behind the scenes writing. <laughs> Behind the scenes, hey, I've noticed there's a lot of great people behind the scenes, you know, um, just like it is people that we see above in, in, the, in the eye, you know, it's just just as dope for people behind the scenes. I didn't know it take that much for the people behind the scene until I met my wife. She's a theater kid, so she opened my eyes up to like how much it takes to put into a movie, the thought process, just the plot twist. Like, wow, that's a lot going on and. I mean, you're talking about producing, executing, that's a lot on your plate. Like, what led you to this path, this career? It is a lot on my plate. I did, it, some of your, uh, what you said dropped out. I didn't know whether you want to do it over, but I can tell yeah. you, I can go, yeah. I can go ahead into what led me to this. I started um, a, a very long time ago, but there was a television show in Philadelphia, Urban Expressions, and Urban Expressions uh, was the, is the first, it only video show back then night started in 1992 and it was owned by um, ed brunson and the station was channel 48 which was owned by the first african-american woman in the nation to own a tv station so before before the kathy hughes before the oprah's there was a uh, dorothy brunson who was the first in the nation to own a radio and tv station so uh the tv station was 40 channel 48 in philadelphia and she owned it and then Urban Expressions was there, and you know, at first I didn't want to do this, this, this show. I thought that it's the devil's music, you know. I was like, nah, I don't know. I thought it was gonna take me away from from God and my call on my life and everything. So I was really hesitant. But my sister, she was like, come on, just just come hang out, just sit there while and just take a drive with me. So we're taking a drive, and week after week. And I'm just sitting there, and I really just was not getting involved. I was just like, no, nope. <laughs> hallelujah, I'm just not going to get involved. But then one day, it was the only live show in Philadelphia, like a live uh, video show. And so people called out. And during a live show, you can't have people called out, right? Yeah, you right. need all hands on deck. So people called out, and we were, uh, this is back in the day when you had landlines. So the, uh, one of the features of the show was shout out. So hey, I'd like to call and give a shout out to Boo Boo, you know, whoever. And so the lines were ringing and it was only one person uh, working the phone. So you had to you had to pick up the phone, write the message down and then run it into the uh, to the studio. So it was, he was only by himself and he was, he was like, he just kept coming in, his name was Sco. He was like, could you um help me? I said, no, that's not, that's not what I'm here for. And then he came back a second time. He was like, I really need your help. I was like, no, I'm not here for that. All right. By the third time, guys just was like, how nice? That's not even nice. That is not even godly not to help somebody. So once I helped, it was, that was it for me. Now, then it was like, let's go. How can I make this different? How can I make this better? What can I do? How can I add to this? How can I serve in a way that will make this this, this production grow? And yeah. that was it from there. <laughs> that it was something unexpected that you was not looking for to come and actually came to you like, man, you ain't know about that story about the man drowning in the boat. God sent him the first boat. He's like, man, God's supposed to come get me. Then God sent him the second boat. It's like, God's supposed to send me. So he drowned. He looking at God like, man, you supposed to come save me. So I see you three boats. <laughs> you know, in that moment, you didn't even understand how, how that was a blessing in disguise. You're like, man, go away. He comes back, you're like, go away. I said, no. <laughs> 
for the third time he got you hooked so you're like look let's get it let's go we're we gonna definitely roll with it so that's a blessing to see yes. something like you said you wouldn't even you weren't even looking for it but it, it came right to you you know and i feel like that's how it works when everything is aligned with each other it just mm -hmm. falls right into your lap you know <laughs> so you know how did everybody start calling you the Phillies Oprah like how we get to that point you know now we got the blessing in our lap how we get the name of the Philly Oprah well you know that's that's a longer journey so once I get into the the, uh, the show Urban Expressions started out as the intern worked my way up to the executive producer so uh that's a journey of a few years putting in your hard work putting in putting I mean really you put in work people think you know like oh you just wake up one day but this is back before social media this is back before you could just instantly get on on social media and become a celebrity this was you had to work your way up so I worked my way I was you know doing interviews doing the advertising doing everything that it took so I learned pretty much all the the some of the aspects I was not never interested in doing the, the camera work or editing that was never my interest but i always wanted to learn the business side so i went to school for business so i learned the business i learned how to generate money i learned how to i learned how to make money i learned how to take the take a, a show and 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 get all the advertisers that was my strength that was literally uh the biggest thing about it i knew how to go go get these advertisers we had like uh former mills is not where you are but former mills is like a a big company out here they were a big advertiser and you know it that particular venture brought, uh, brought us in like eighteen thousand dollars off of one one sponsorship so that's when i knew i had it you know? yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got it so people think that it was more so the interviews with all the celebrities that get you where you're going but it was really the business behind it i'm more about let's make this business happen let's do the business right let's create business you know forms so it was about the business so as time went on by the time i got to i think it was 2016 2016 i was just talking to different people uh one of them was howard gilliam jr he was the uh the director editor for urban expressions and we still worked on different projects i mean he never always every project i had he believed in and he kept going but he was like yo you like philly's over just in a general conversation i'm like okay and then i talked to another person within the same week oh you like philly's over it came three times and once the third time came i said oh i get it yeah it's over so then not only was it it wasn't just about the word philly's over it was about branding and understanding how to brand and i said the first person who calls me philly's over that means i understand the real dynamics of branding and I can yeah. actually teach on how to brand it. Cause I was like, all right, let's put it out there. So I started doing my whole branding. I did my website, I did, you know, my social media and started just really branding it and, and putting it out there. And then yeah. somebody introduced me. This is Shelly Shell Williams, Shelly Zofra. I was like, boom, <laughs> you got it, girl, you got it. You know, yeah. so it's really about being able to teach it. So not just do it for myself, but being able to teach it to other people in my courses. So. And it's not that's where Philly's Oprah came from. It wasn't, I didn't say it. And then, oh, and then I broke it down into an acronym. So not just, I, I, just not just Oprah. So everything, every letter stands for something I do. Online marketing, which is social media. P is, uh, of course, pr producer. A, I mean, R is um, resource. I'm a resource. A is advertising, H is host. So every, every letter is broken down into an acronym 
so that it can explain exactly what I do. Hey, you put it together, you got the Phillies open. You got Phillies the resources, you got the marketing, you got the brains behind it, the strategy behind it. And I like that. I like that. That was very thought out too. That was very thought out. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't have got that well when I read up on it, I was like, hmm. It's not like every every like say every letter had a meaning behind it. So that's the sub. That's the sub. Okay, bitch, Philly Oprah, I see you. I see you. <laughs> And you know, it's not easy like dealing with media, period. You know, I don't know if many people know um, that like just even learning media ethics, it has a lot behind it, you know, learning the right way of posting and, and verbalizing your first amendment, you know. People always say, I have the right to, to speak, I have the right to post. Yeah, you have the right to speak, you have the right to post, but it's what happens after you speak, after you post, you know, does it affect somebody's livelihood? Does it affect the person, um, their their image? Does it affect their company's image? Because if you start tainting and stuff like that, you know, somebody's financial stability, somebody's personal stability to where they're being threatened, they can't live, that, that's now becoming a lawful issue. It's not just straight freedom of speech anymore, but it's so much that goes behind media that I don't think if I hadn't got in it doing my masters and learning about it, I don't think I would have realized how much, you know, meeting my wife and her showing me just, you know, the hands-on behind it, the behind the scenes, the ethical side, the policies that you have to put into play. Like, I don't think people really realize when they watch the movie, it's so much went on into that production to make sure everybody is good, everybody is safe, and everybody's seeking the royalties and compensation. Like, I don't really think people think about that. I didn't think about it at first until I got into it. I didn't know so much behind it. So, you know, you're, you are the person behind the scenes and you see so many things that's going on into those board meetings or into those rules. What would you say would be um, for someone that's on social media and they wanted to start in the, in the area you are, what would you say would be a, uh, that you have seen as a good marketing strategy to start with? Um, I would say, you know what? There's a lot of marketing strategies. A lot of them are the same. I got a book behind me called Marketing for Dumb. However, the most recent thing that, that I'm creating a course on is my 30 interviews in 30 days. I just finished on March 2nd. It was my last interview. And the marketing behind that, like when I teach it, my growth, my followers went up by 200. My, uh, I've reached 11,000 uh, new accounts within the whole 30 days. Like there's a whole mathematical breakdown of, of what it can do. It's more like your content creation, your growth and building relationships. So I'm going to break down how, how you can do it in the easiest way you can do it. I know it sounds a lot, like a lot, but if you are, if your goal is to create content, which we do, but creating content to help you grow, to help you grow your business is what 30 interviews in 30 days. This is my second round of 30 interviews in 30 days. And the, the growth is am it's amazing to grow. It takes a lot to grow your social media. And I didn't just grow my Instagram, I grew my TikTok as well. So I also have a course for repurposing your content. So I took the, the, the whole thing from Instagram, cut it up, edited it up, put it on TikTok, little pieces of it. And then I didn't do it all yet because that's 30 days. So as, as time goes on, I'll keep cutting them up and putting them on uh, putting them on TikTok as well as repurposing them and put, putting them on um, Instagram too. 
So uh, the growth, the relationships I built, the, um, the the impressions, and just the fact that able to talk to amazing people, the knowledge that they give when you listen to, you will get something, some knowledge, something that'll help you grow out of each interview. Everyone had me. Everyone was was like something that they were pouring into the world. That's crazy. The amount of knowledge, man, I'm telling you, the amount of knowledge that you will find in media is so crazy. And this the this day and age now is all media. You know, is you can do anything from a phone, from taking a picture and having a, a, a whole full production behind it, straight from a phone. So like, I encourage people that are looking to step into production, that's looking to stay behind the scenes or even in front of the scenes. Let's start, start now. So you got Shelly Shells right here in the building that you guys can connect with and get to know more about her course and dive into it. I mean, I think those type of courses are worth investing in too because that's that's where the that's where the real cash flow is, you know. And you learn so much behind it. Like we could go to school and learn things for four years and can't even use a degree, right? Have the hardest time even starting. You can take that same amount of time to build your own business. Same amount of years and boom, it's just be, it's something you could pass down for generations. You can't really pass down somebody else's corporation. So I like that, that you not only took the value for yourself, but you built a course where others can come take the value from. You know, that's not easy building a course. I will say that. None and that's and that's one of the courses is to teach people how to build a course. And it's not just, hey, like I can see everybody says, oh, people, everybody's doing it. Now there's always a McDonald's, there's a Burger King, there's everything is there. So. I may be a course creator, but there's somebody else. But if you resonate with me, I'm going to help you build the course because I've done it. And I have invested money into taking many courses yeah. through, throughout the quarantine and in the whole two years, I have taken course after course after course to teach. Because when I go out here and teach, I'm not trying to teach from a, 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 a empty place. I'm teaching from a place yeah. filled with knowledge. And this is just, and that's just the knowledge from these courses. I have taken courses throughout my whole career. You can't just pick up and say, you walk into a TV station and, and you just pick up and do something. You know, I tell people all the time, people are like, well, why didn't I get this? And why didn't I get this? You know, I studied. I didn't just, and back then, I'm still could people saying, we didn't have the, the whole Google, I had to buy books. So if I wanted to learn sales, I bought a book. If I wanted to learn marketing, I bought a book. If I wanted to learn how to uh, present better in the interview, I bought a book or I watched people on television. I didn't just say, you know, you know, because there's some people out there that always think yeah. they should have got, gotten their shine. And, and, and uh, you know, of course, like how did she get here? Not this. But I studied. I didn't just, I didn't just sit here and say, make me the host. Make me the executive. I, I worked and I studied and I studied and I studied and I took course after course, even before we had these online courses. I physically went into buildings and said, teach me something. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So crazy. I definitely invested in, in my what I want. And then now you can be able to take your years and experience that you have and people can learn early, you know, and listen to your stories and take those tools and, and um and utilize utilize them and be like, hmm, I remember it took her six years to do this. Now this like took me two years to do this, you know. I feel like that's the key. People don't see it like I mean, I was, uh, my brother had unlocked, man, he locked his car, keys in the car. And so we waiting and the man, he comes, I swear. We waited for like 10 minutes, he come by, not even two minutes, he popped the door open, boom. And I was like, 
you want, you give me chance to ask you for no water. You know, most times it takes them a minute. Now it took mm-hmm. like not even five seconds to pop the lock and then he's gone. And he was telling us that um, he had just got into it with a guy because the guy was mad that he did it in two seconds. He was like, well, I'm going to pay you, you know, this amount of money for two seconds. You just came and unlocked the door. So what he did was he turned around and locked the keys back in the door. And I put the keys back in the car, turned around and locked, and he was going to leave. And he was like, hey, 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 you didn't get, you know, why would you do that? He was like, well, you said you didn't want to pay me for the expertise. It took me years to do five seconds, you know. He said it took some people an hour to unlock the car with your keys in it. Some people, they'll charge more. He was like, I'm mobile. I come to you anywhere you are, and I charge you the right way in 24 hours. You don't want to. You don't want to charge me for five minutes. Cool. Spend the rest of your night figuring out how to get your keys out the car. And he left. He said the next day the dude had to call him back. He's like, All right, you know, um, you're the only person that'll be able to do it for the amount of money I need to keep come back and unlock my car. And he was grateful at that time. He was grateful about what the dude was doing. And I was like, Yeah, I don't think people look at it like that. Some people take time you know, to perfect their craft. And just because they can do it and produce something like like magical and make a whole bunch of money, if you ain't gonna take five minutes to do it with $500, then you you really ain't gonna do it when it's $500,000 to put into the mix. And you gotta be the one to put the work in the extra hours. You're not gonna do it at all. Cause you're like, oh, it's $500 a problem, it's 500,000. So I like that you said that, you know, you're teaching people the experience behind what you did, not only um, telling them the things that you went through, showing them experience, but teaching them what to look out for, you know, and what to what's think and what's not me. You know, I like that, I like that. So you also was behind producing um, Single on a Saturday Night Show, right? So how yes. how we get to you producing Single on a Saturday Night Show? Honestly, it was like, we're doing Urban Expressions, it was, uh, 2012 and doing urban expression since I don't know since the 90s and I was just looking for something more something different something for me something like when you when you're doing urban expressions it wasn't about me it was about you know everybody else making sure everybody else was put on every everybody else so I was looking for something specifically I would enjoy doing for me and uh so I was praying it was really a prayer it was an ongoing prayer and I was like ah what do I do next what's What's next? I could ask, ask them what was next. And when I say it was just like, just like a conversation, it was just like, do a show called Single on a Saturday Night. The, the song was uh, produced by one of the sh- people on Urban Expressions. Her name was Jade Austin. She had a song, Single on a Saturday Night. And it was the dopest song, but he said, take her song, make a show out of it, ask her to sponsor it, and uh, ask her team, her label, and everything to sponsor it. He told me how to do it, where to do it, and get a location, who to who could connect with different people, and then invite them all out and make it a brunch. And it was just gave me detail after detail. And that was 10 years ago. We are celebrating our 10th year uh, anniversary this year. February makes 10 years for single on the Saturday night. And it has been the most amazing experience building friendships, building relationships. And you know what? Because I do social media, I want to tell everybody that it all came from uh, a lot of the connections came from social media. And that's how I got into social media. I watched, I mean, I connected people. People, um, a guy said, put a group together. So it was a single on a Saturday night group. And he said, ask each person you know that's single to put their friends in there. 
we put our friends in there. We connecting online before we even got to the first show. So everybody's connected. We getting to know each other. We got topics. By the time we get to the first show, it was like we knew each other. Yeah. Strangers. So people who were once strangers on social media became friends in the group. Then we get together, we like all in together, we eating together, we, we we talking that talk, we walking that walk, and we're doing it, and it all came from social media. And that was even the catalyst to say, I said, God, I love this social media thing. Can I make money doing it? And no sooner than I said that, those words, praying those words, the next week I got a, an offer I couldn't refuse. I went into Foreman Mills, the same sponsors from all the Urban Expressions, the same sponsor said, how about you come inside and do this on the inside, do social media on the inside, the same prayer I prayed the week yeah. before. I go inside, not only do I do social media, I get to do I get to do commercials, I get to do community relationships, that means getting out there into the community and giving the giving back to the community, not using my money, but using their money. And we did community efforts. We went all around the country, giving away coats and everything to the shelters and homeless people, different events. That's all from one thing. Single on a Saturday night, loving social media, loving the results of social media. And then here I go, I get the, the, the job of a lifetime, something people People be trying to get, they like, their goal is to try to get a, a, a job like that in the advertising department. When I say it was an offer you couldn't refuse, you could not refuse it. So that all of that led to that. So 10 years later, Urban Expression, Signal on a Saturday Night, um, and, and, and all of that, all of that came from, from that one thing, one prayer. Look at you. Hey, prayer works. All you gotta do is, hey, you seek it, you should find. You gotta speak it. And once you speak it, you gotta claim it, and it's gonna come to you. It's gonna come. I'm pretty sure when you said that that prayer, you're like, I don't know how it's gonna happen. I don't know when it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, you know. So but you know what? I didn't even put a lot. It wasn't even one of those those prayers. You sit down, dear Lord, and you get all. It wasn't one of those prayers. It was just a, I was sitting at a computer like, God, I love social media. I want to make money doing it. That was it. It wasn't no extra thought to it. It was just, it was just a real genuine love. Once I was on this computer, and I was like, do you see what just happened? We just grew. We just grew a whole TV show based off of social media. These yeah. are my closest friends. These are people that I enjoy. These are people who were once strangers who are now close to me. They, 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 my homies. Like you know, shout out to everybody on single on a Saturday night. David, Danielle, Antoinette, Felicia. Yeah, it's so many, like I'm not talking about, I'm talking about 10 years of once a month, they came to a building and we had fun once a month. Being able to galvanize all these people once a month has been the most incredible journey you ever want to experience. It is the best. Sorry for COVID. I mean, COVID messed all up, but yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> in a way. Yeah, it was a, definitely in a way we couldn't, you know, some people you will see once a month, all of a sudden you can't see them anymore. It's like a culture shock. Ah, help me. <laughs> help me. Hey, help well, me. I miss my people. Right, but now you got those memories to be able to share with others, those memories people mm -hmm. can get back. You know, um, being able to go through their experience and seeing those projects blow the way they did, all that hard work, time, effort you put behind it. You know, and like you said, you weren't even thinking about it. It just, you know, 
people talking and putting an idea together and the idea transpired from social media. So if you don't, right now, if you listening, you don't think that your thought is important, that's your million dollar ticket right there, your thought, you know? God gave everybody they gift and through the details is through our mind. All right, we don't know how all we're gonna get there. I, I would have never known. Right now, I tell you guys, I would have met on Miss Shelly Shell, the Philly Oprah. But look, we here, we in the building, and we killing it, and we spreading the positivity, right? All from a thought. So being able to spread those resources, doing what you love, pushing passion, pushing others, connecting, that was this is all about. So right now, if you're listening, you still need positivity. Say, hey, Shar, I don't, I don't know how to do it. Look, you got Miss Shelly Shells over here. Link up with her. I'm still gonna get a social media out. So you gotta stay close to us, right? You reach out to me. We're there with so many people that's coming onto the show and letting you know that no, they they did not know where to start, but they started and they kept going. Ten years. Ten years ago, she said this happened, and it's they're celebrating their tenth annual. All right, so that's look, congratulations. That's 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 something people can't do things for ten years. People get mad; they got to stay in school for a year to four years. You said ten. Like, ten years for single on a Saturday night, and thirty years for Urban Expressions. Man, 30 man. Years. look, thirty years. years on top of all that. Forty years you put behind that. Man, look what it is today. So congratulations. And speaking on urban expressions, like, no, that's a big accomplishment too, you know? And you being able to link up with celebrities and go around the world, traveling, meeting up with people like, uh, like we're speaking of Kevin Hart and um, you got these type of celebrities around that you're linking up, Steve Harvey, talking to those type of people, Megan Good, like, oh my God, the list goes on and on. Um, what is the biggest accomplishment besides linking up with all these people that you would say has been the most memorable? Like, it, it really made you reflect on why you started any of this. Did I go out on you? You still there? It cut off for a minute. Okay, so okay, cool, cool, all right. I heard you say the biggest accomplishment, so I'm going to say the biggest accomplishment hasn't happened yet. There's so much more. The biggest, the biggest one has to happen, and I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be fair to any of the, anything that has happened to say that anyone was bigger than one. the biggest one still hasn't happened because there's so much more that I want. It's so much more that that I'm planning to do. There's so much more. So the biggest one, I'm just the biggest thing is being being able to breathe every day and get up and, and be able to do what I love. That yeah. is the biggest thing to get up every day and say. I get, I, God ultimately is in control of my destiny, but more importantly, he gave me a calling and I have to do what I'm supposed to do. Being the, be the light in this dark place, be the light in this world and bring, bring draw all men unto him. So that, that that's it. That's all I did. I, I woke up this morning and I get to talk to you. That's big. You know, I woke up this morning and I get to, and I get to say God all day long. God, 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 you, you do. Well, I get to say it and, and be, and be happy about it. So yeah. and be great. it's more to come. It's so much more to come. I can't wait. Yo, stay tuned. Yo, y'all gotta stay tuned. I told y'all, y'all won't regret it. Stay tuned. Stay connected, man. You gotta jump out there in the leap of faith. 
I mean, I think you are worth investing into, right? You're the most important person in your life. And if you don't think that first, then that you can't do nothing for the kids, you can't do nothing for your mom, you can't do nothing for nobody else because you have to come first. Your health come first. You do matter, right? Even though you put others before you. So, man, I am proud of you, Miss Shelly Shells out here doing today, man. Got me chills. I'm getting chills over here just. Just think about all the things you have accomplished and staying committed to the grind. I feel a lot of us don't stay committed long enough. You know, we put all this time in, but you never know. God don't tell you the time or the hour that you're gonna reap your fruit. You know, sometimes we may not even see. It's just for the next person, you know, but like you said, being grateful that you were able to wake up and say, thank you. I'm able to be put in a position to, to, to impact other people's lives. That's big, that's really big. So what would you say if somebody said, Miss Shelly Shells, what is your life purpose mission? What would be your life purpose mission? My life purpose mission, I probably just pretty much said that my life purpose mission is to draw all men unto God. My life purpose mission is to do God's will. That is my life purpose mission. Whatever, I didn't, I didn't call myself to this. God called me to this. God placed me where I was supposed to be. So my my, my mission is to do his will and, and draw people to, to, to God and his goodness and how 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 Jesus saved my life. Like really, that's that's my life purpose. The other stuff is great and I love it, but I'm only able to do this because God placed me in the position to do it. Not me. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing to do with it. <laughs> but the experience though. Um, you were able to go through it, you know. Mm-hmm. So for all the listeners right now that that feels like, okay, Miss Shelly Sheldon had her blessings to come through it. They didn't stop, life didn't stop, situations didn't stop. They kept happening, but it was up to you to see them in whatever way you want to see them and push forward, you know. Um, so what would you say throughout all the things that even up to now that you have accomplished, you have pushed forward through that maybe people haven't seen, what would you say has been your biggest triumph through your career? Uh, the biggest triumph, well, still being created. Let's say the biggest triumph. I guess that moment you walk in and and one day you're an intern and the next day you're an executive producer of a of the of the one of the biggest shows in Philadelphia, Urban Expressions. That, that could be the biggest because that's the, the one that set me on my trajectory for life. But um, but once again, I woke up this morning, so to me, that's big. You know, the breath of my body says that's big. That's triumph for me. Anytime I can, I, I can say the words, God, that's triumph for me. You know, yeah. and the career, love the career, love, love what I can do and how I can help people. But the biggest thing is, I'm here another day to do it, do more. But yeah, but riding that, that ladder from internship to executive producer, that was a bit, that was that was a wonderful thing. And then we got more to come. Like you said, it's more to come. So it's so much more to come. And you always have to thank the people. Ed Brunson, if it wasn't for, first of all, Dorothy Brunson, first African-American woman, and then uh, then her son, Ed Brunson, who gave me not only the chance, he saw in me that she going to do this. You know, he saw like she going to carry this, like that football. I'm taking the football, taking the go, and I'm going, and I'm going, and I'm going. And you know what? I didn't stop yet. So I still got the football. I still didn't meet the, um, I still didn't reach the other line, the, the line. So I'm still going with this football because they ain't giving up. They ain't giving up. You can't give up. You so much more to do. So keep going. Keep going. We always talk about the triumphs, but you got to understand within these years, you got to understand there was times where it was not pretty. There were times when 
I wanted to give up. There were times when, when I had a car, my car was being towed down the street because the repo man came, right? There was those times, there's times when you don't have money, but the more you sit there like, all right, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. And you never, and you don't give up. The, the blessings will come, it, it will come. But you gotta have that, you gotta have really the passion to really do it. You gotta ask yourself, why are you doing this? What is your why? Is your why bigger than what that, that car going down the street being repossessed? Is your why bigger? Like, yeah, that happened. And everybody like, well, you need to go get a job. You need to go get you a nine to five. That's what you need to do. But no, that wasn't the answer. No. The answer wasn't to go get a nine to five. The answer was create something to, to make money. Create, do something, be something. Uh, Keep at it and, and do what you have to do to make that money. And you may have to get a part-time something. You have to do something. But the point is, what can I create to bring me in, bring in more money? What can I do to bring in more money? What can I do? I won't give up. I won't give up on my dreams. I won't give up, even though my car went down the street. <laughs> hey, now see, my, it look like my dreams is leaving me right now, but they'll be back. You know, they, they won't leave you. I uh, heard that, like, my mom used to tell me all the time um, when we were kids, like, the only way you're gonna, the only way you're not gonna know something is when you give up, you know? Cause I, I used to hate the word no, like, um, people know me now and see me being as open and transparent and like what today, like, I, I don't know where this person comes from. Cause I, I tell everybody, this is definitely God because I am not an open person. I'm not uh, communicating, I'm not social. And even as a kid, I wasn't social, you know, but I was that quiet person. But my mom always tell me, well, you know, closed mouth don't get fed. So if you don't know something, it's because you didn't ask. And if you feel like it's a stupid question, it's only a stupid question because you won't ask. So, you know, after I heard her say that, I used to get on everybody's nerves when it comes to the question. Even in class, I'll be the only person, like, I'm asking a thousand questions until I got what you said. Okay, we on the same page? All right, we on the same page now, you know? And that's just true of life. I teach my kids that now, like, if you don't ask me, how can I help you? You know, you getting frustrated because you can't get to the next destination is because you won't ask. You know, that person got that key, so you gotta, you gotta ask so you get your key. You know, how can you get it to the next door? So, yo, if y'all looking for some more positivity, I don't know what to tell y'all, it's positive energy generation, okay? It's for generations to come. We hear pushing you, pushing positivity, letting you know you can do it. I don't care if it's music. I don't care if you want to make necklace. You want to be the first shoemaker in your, in your in your family. I don't care what it is. Look, you got the best technology in the world. Michelle Shells just told you she had to go read a book. It's got it on audio now. You don't have to necessarily read it. All right, if you need it, read it, read it. Get you know, get it from Amazon. It's there. You don't even have to leave your house. You can just order it. Man, you ain't gotta go to you ain't gotta go to the bookstore. So what is the excuse for you not to go push your passion? Can't say, I don't know. We gotta stop saying, I don't know. And just say, look, I'm scared. And if you're scared, go read a book about fear. It will change your life. All right, fear is our, it's the only thing that blocks us from our next destination. So look, you got your life mission is to out here just share resources, push people, push yourself, uplift others. You know, and you're going through all these triumphs. I know you gotta get hungry. I know I get hungry. So what are your three favorite snacks? What is Shelly Shell's snacks look like? The top three. I <laughs> the last thing you said was cut off, but what you right. What was your snacks? Like what, what is Shelly Shell's top three snacks? My top three 
free snack. Cake, the kind of cake, your birthday cake. Uh, go to the store, bought birthday cake. Next one is, I would say, cheesecake. It's all cake related. <laughs> and the next one is milkshake. Little milkshake. Uh, so, that's my snacks. I love sweets. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes, we had, gotta have some sweets in there for you to be functional. It's like, like people that got, like, love coffee. If you don't have coffee, you're gonna have a bad day. All right, I leave us. <laughs> all right, those are all good sweets. So, if you was deserted, on the island, all right? On, on the island, they say you only have three things on this island. What are those three things that you gotta have on your island? My phone. Okay, okay. A um, backup generator to, to, to make sure I can plug in my phone and keep it plugged in. Um, because your phone has your Bible on it, your phone has your books on you, your phone has uh, everything you need is on your phone. Like, like there's nothing I can need. Um, and, and, and on this island and my backup generator and and food. I wanted to take the, the food. <laughs> is, is this island is this island deserted? Will I be able to get food? It's <laughs> a deserted island. You gotta if if this island is deserted, then I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take truckloads of food. <laughs> yeah. You go on three things. So the, thing, the, the third thing is a truckload of food. Truckload of food, got the generator for my phone. Look. Phone and the refrigerator, because you know, the, the truck is going to be an insulated refrigerator type. You know how they had those kinds? There's a room refrigerator, so you had the food in there, and then the backup generator to, to um, make sure it all works, and there you go. You thought about this before, huh? Somebody asked you about the island before. Well, no one has ever asked me that, but I had to think about what I wanted. <laughs> That's the all good choices. Give me the phone. You said things. Now, if you said people, that have been a different. Don't ask me people. But, uh, <laughs> don't ask me about the people, but the things, the things, yeah, I mean, that's all I need right there. Those are all good answers, you know. I got my phone to stay connected, right? You still make your money from social while you're on desert, deserted island, and yes. you can eat. So I don't think that's yeah. bad right there. I don't think that's bad at all. That's some good thinking right there. You know, so you've done a lot of things since you jumped into, you know, shooing the guy away from the opportunity, <laughs> right? You know, been around the world and, and did so many great things and uh, still connected with a lot of people. Again, you're connected with people such as Steve Harvey, Kevin Hart, um, Megan Good, uh, uh, Kirk Franklin. Those type of people have come into your life and been able to sit down and have a conversation. So out of all the celebrities, what have been one of the celebrities that have come into your life or a person that's have impacted your life and they impacted your life to where you take it and where you go now? Well, the biggest one is the one I love the most, the Tango Kid from UTFO. He recently passed away. So, if I had to say anybody, like, I meet a lot of celebrities, but he was the only one that was literally my brother and my friend. To, to, like, I love, like, losing him was like losing, like, a big part. It was like, ah. But um, him, yeah. you can you can go back on every picture. There's never a person that didn't say he didn't take it. He didn't talk to them. He didn't take a picture with them. He was a, a celebrity who literally cared for the people. And I feel like he cared for the big dogs as well as the underdogs, you know? And so Kango kids, you know, rest in peace. And he left, you know, he left, you know, kids and his kids are even dope. I love his kids. Like, so. <laughs> shout out to the kids. Shout out to his kids, they, you know, but it's like, 
when you meet a celebrity back in the day, and I mean, I met, met him in the 90s, and they say friends with him from the 90s to, to today, it was like, from the day he was gone, it was, we stayed friends the whole entire time. It wasn't your fake friends. You know how people got fake friends. They're not friends, they, they're acquaintances. Acquaintances, right? We got acquaintances, but this, he was like my real friend, my brother. And uh, yeah, so Kango Kid, you know, man, the smile, his smile was infectious. It's, 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 he was just everything. So, yeah. Hey, man, that's what's up. Definitely, when you can meet people like that and they not only impact you or something they said, but they become, it's a bond that you now share. You know, he impacted your life to where it became family. And, you know, anything you want to talk about or you feel like you, you can go to him for, he, he made that opportunity available. So, shout out to him. You know, so sorry for you, lost, But those type of people, their spirit live forever. You know, even for though he's gone. Ever. Let me tell you something. Today, every day this week, I, you know how you go on Facebook and Facebook shares of your memories? Mm. This week was filled with memories. One the one day it was the memory of he was going to ha have a radio show. Is the memory of him calling into the radio show. Now uh, today I shared the memory of him. We were at a, a, a birthday party for Rob Sports. He's um, an executive out here, and we were at his birthday party. And I shared the live video of him sing, you know, rapping the song. Yo, can go like singing the whole song. And I just reshared that. I was like, man, this week has been filled with his memories because we were able to connect so often. It wasn't yeah. like, it's a celebrity in the, in the, the far away. It was like, all right, well, every year about this time, we're connecting somewhere. And, and um, if I needed, like, like, you know, you have an event. Like I had an event and I was like, oh, I want this event to, you know, you know, get publicity. I needed to be yeah. looking big. It came down to, to be at my event to make sure, you know, like, yo, putting a stamp on a few Kango kid from UTFO was in the building. Boom. You know? And that's that's that that's invaluable. So the fact of his heart is his heart that said, I love you and I will do whatever it takes. And that's who he was, not just for me. You lots of people. Whoever he he was he was infectious to everyone. And he lives on. He lives on to you because that's what you know you represent. You're spreading it to people. You spread your resources, your weeds to people. So, yo, thank you for being able to share all the things that he's able to share with you. Love, um, unconditional love, unconditional resources. Those are the things, those are the connections that we need here. Not only just here on the podcast, but in life, you know. People say that mental health is real. It is real, you know, especially when you feel like, Everybody's not there to patch on your back. No one is gonna really be there to patch on your back. Sometimes the, 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 the road get lonely, you know? But you got those people, just like Michelle Shells had expressed, those people that are meant to put in, into your life and not only just be uh, an influence or a public influencer or an artist or an entrepreneur or whatever that they occupation say they are, but they're there to be a friend, to connect with you, to bring fun, peace into your life. So be open to those connections, all right? And if you're thinking about it and you have not jumped out there right now, those connections won't ever happen. So look, maybe you right now is meant to have a conversation with Shelly Shells and you're scared right now. So I'm gonna help you out. All right, let me help you out. Hey, Miss Shelly Shells, let everybody know your social media where they can come and have a conversation with you, reach out with you, even during your course. Where can they connect with you at? All right, so you can go to Instagram at Shelly Shell Williams. And uh, that's where I am most of the time. Of course, I'm on TikTok at Philly's Oprah. But 
join my email list and if you join my email list you'll get the in 10 days the, the uh, course well, I mean, let's say 11 days so in about 11 or 12 days the course will be launching and you can join my email li list by texting the word mix m-i-x two four two eight two eight text the word mix m-i-x two four two eight to eight. Join my email list. You'll get the emails. They're like, hey, it's finally dropping and you'll be a part of it. But always on Instagram at Kelly Silver. Hey, look, I told y'all I'm always in my bag. I got to get the one that's pushing not only themselves, but other people because you can't do it alone. And if you feel like you do it alone, that's the reason why you feel alone because you're trying to do it alone. So look, I, 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 I did it, all right? I kept my bargain. You got Miss Shelly Shells in the building. She came and dropped some resources. You got her social media. I didn't hide it from you, all right? So Miss Shelly Shells, you can say one thing in 10 seconds to help push the next person on to the next day if they feel like, you know, I got something from the podcast, but she left a message that really stuck with me. What would that message be? And go. Message is, don't let fear hold you back from your, your destiny. Mmm, don't let fear hold you back from your destiny. She talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. She talking to you. All right. Don't let fear hold you back from your destiny. We just want you guys to know that here on the Positive Energy Generation podcast, it's not only a podcast, it's a movement, all right? We love you. We love you today, tomorrow. We love you yesterday. So if nobody told you today, tomorrow, and yesterday that they love you, know that Shar loves you from the PG podcast. Miss Shelly Shell Williams, the Philly yeah, love y'all. All right, and we want y'all to know that we want you to push your passion. So go do it. Get started right now and live to inspire. All right, we love you today. We love you forever here on the PED Podcast. Shout out to all our radio. Let's get it. Let's go.